chapter twelve of trial and triumph by francis e w harper this librivox recording is in the public domain it was a gala day in tennis court annette had passed a highly successful examination and was to graduate from the normal school and as a matter of course her neighbors wanted to hear annette speak her piece as they called the commencement theme and also to see how she was going to behave before all them people they were generally speaking too unaspiring to feel envious toward any one of their race who excelled them intellectually and so there was little or no jealousy of annette in tennis court in fact some of her neighbors felt a kind of pride in the thought that tennis court would turn out a girl who could stand on the same platform and graduate alongside of some of their employers daughters if they could not stand there themselves they were proud that one of their race could i feel said one like the boy when some one threatened to slap off his face who said you can slap off my face but i have a big brother and you can't slap off his face and strange as it may appear annette received more encouragement from a class of honest-hearted but ignorant and well-meaning people who knew her than she did from some of the most cultured and intelligent people of a p nor was it very strange they were living too near the poverty ignorance and social debasement of the past to have developed much race pride and a glowing enthusiasm in its progress and development although they were of african descent they were americans whose thoughts were too much americanized to be wholly free from imbibing the social atmosphere with which they were in constant contact in their sphere of enjoyments the literature they read was mostly from the hands of white men who would paint them in any colors which suited their prejudices or predilections the religious ideas they had embraced came at first thought from the same sources though they may have undergone modifications in passing through their channels of thought and it must be a remarkable man or woman who thinks an age ahead of the generation in which his or her lot is cast and who plans and works for the future on the basis of that clearer vision nor is it to be wondered at if under the circumstances some of the more cultured of a p thought it absurd to look for anything remarkable to come out of the black nazareth of tennis court her neighbors had an idea that annette was very smart that she had a great headpiece but unless she left a p to teach school elsewhere they did not see what good her education was going to do her it wasn't going to put any meal in the barrel nor any potatoes in the bin even mrs larkins relaxed her ancient hostility to annette and opened her heart to present her with a basket of flowers annette within the last year had become very much changed in her conduct and character she had become friendly in her manner and considerate in her behaviour to mrs larkins since she had entered the church during a protracted meeting annette was rather crude in her religious views but here again mrs Lisette became her faithful friend and adviser in dealing with a young convert she thought more was needed than getting her into the church 
and making her feel that the moment she rose from the altar with rejoicing on her lips that she was a full-blown christian that to mrs lisette was the initial step in the narrow way left luminous by the bleeding feet of christ and what the young convert needed was to be taught how to walk worthy of her high calling and to make her life a thing of usefulness and faithfulness to god and man a growth in grace and in the saving knowledge of our lord jesus christ simply attired in a dress which mrs lisette thought fitted for the occasion annette took her seat quietly on the platform and calmly waited till her turn came her subject was announced the mission of the negro it was a remarkable production for a girl of her age at first she portrayed an african family seated beneath their bamboo huts and spreading palms the light steps of the young men and maidens tripping to music dance and song their pastime suddenly broken upon by the tramp of the merchants of flesh and blood the capture of defenceless people suddenly surprised in the midst of their sports the cries of distress the crackling of flames the cruel oaths of reckless men eager for gold though they coined it from tears and extracted it from blood the crowding of the slave ships the horrors of the middle passage the landing of the ill-fated captives were vividly related and the sad story of ages of bondage it seemed as if the sorrow of centuries was sobbing in her voice then the scene changed and like a grand triumphal march she recounted the deliverance of the negro and the wondrous change which had come over his condition the slave pen exchanged for the free school the fetters on his wrist for the ballad in his right hand then her voice grew musical when she began to speak of the mission of the negro his mission she said is grandly constructive some races had been architects of destruction but their mission was to build over the ruins of the dead past the most valuable thing that a man or a woman could possess on earth and that is good character that mission should be to bless and not to curse to lift up the banner of the christian religion from the mire and dust into which slavery and pride of caste had trailed it and to hold it up as an ensign of hope and deliverance to other races of the world of whom the greater portion were not white people it seemed as if an inspiration lit up the young face her eye glowed with unwonted fervour it seemed as if she had fused her whole soul into the subject which was full of earnestness and enthusiasm her theme was the sensation of the hour men grew thoughtful and attentive women tender and sympathetic as they heard this member of a once despised people recount the trials and triumphs of her race and the hopes that gathered around their future the day before annette graduated mr thomas had met a friend of his at mrs lisette's who had lately returned from an extensive tour he had mingled with many people and had acquired a large store of information mr thomas had invited him to accompany him to the commencement he had expected that annette would acquit herself creditably but she had far exceeded his most sanguine expectations clarence luzerne had come because his friend mr thomas had invited him and because he and mrs lisette had taken such great interest in annette's welfare and his curiosity was excited to see how she would acquit herself and compare with the other graduates he did not 
have much faith in graduating essays he had heard a number of such compositions at commencements which had inspired him with glowing hopes for the future of the authors which he had never seen realized and he had come more to gratify mr thomas than to please himself but if he came through curiosity he remained through interest which had become more and more absorbing as she proceeded clarence said mr thomas to his friend noticing the deep interest he was manifesting are you entranced you appear perfectly spellbound well i am i am really delighted and indebted to you for a rare and unexpected pleasure why that young lady gave the finest production that i have heard this morning i hardly think she could have written it herself it seems wonderful that a girl of her age should have done it so well you are a great friend of hers now own up are not your finger marks upon it i wouldn't tell it out of our ranks but i don't think she wrote that all herself who do you think wrote it for her mrs Lassette. i do not think so mrs Lassette is a fine writer but that nervous fervid and impassioned style is so unlike hers that i do not think she wrote one line of it though she might have overlooked it and made some suggestions but even if it were so that some one else wrote it we know that no one else delivered it and that her delivery was excellent that is so why she excelled all the other girls do you know what was the difference between her and the other girls no what was it said mr thomas they wrote from their heads she wrote from her heart annette has begun to think she has been left a great deal to herself and in her loneliness she has developed a thoughtfulness past her years and i think that a love for her race and a desire to serve it has become a growing passion in her soul her heart has supplied her intellect ah i think from what you say that i get the true clue to the power and pathos with which she spoke this morning and that accounts for her wonderful success yes said mr luzerne it is the inner life which develops the outer life and just such young people as annette make me more hopeful of the future of the race mrs Lassette witnessed annette's graduation with intense interest and pleasure grandmother harcourt looked the very impersonation of satisfaction as she gathered up the floral gifts and modestly waited while annette received the pleasant compliments of admiring friends at his request mr thomas introduced mr luzerne to annette who in the most gracious and affable manner tendered to annette his hearty congratulations which she modestly received and for the time being all went merry as a marriage bell End of chapter twelve